Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, final story of our Daily Dispatch here. Florida ban on gender transitioning for minors now in effect. Florida's rule to stop minors from undergoing gender transition procedures has now come into effect, and Republican state lawmakers are forging ahead with plans to strengthen the restrictions even further. Which a lot of these policies have been put into place in red states uh, recently. And we need to highlight these things because, again, we can't have... We can't be focusing completely on the enemy's actions. Yes, there is a lot of insanity going around right now, and there's a lot of very disturbing things being implemented by the government or by corporations, but there is also a pushback. There is a campaign of sanity out there as well. So, yes, if you want to transition, I guess you got to wait until you're 18. That's the most reasonable thing ever, so... Stop complaining. Okay? You're just not allowed to castrate children anymore in Florida. And you can complain about that all you want. It's very weird if you do. Where's my... Okay, the 85%. All right, we're going to talk about uh, the Trump indictment here. I do want to remind you that absolutely everything we do here at InfoWars is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And you can only imagine where we would be as a country, as a, as a nation, as... A world without InfoWars here. You see all of the way that the discussion is changing, that now the globalist plans are out in the open. The way that the things that InfoWars predicted 15 years ago or a year ago or a week ago are all coming to fruition. We had all of this information before anybody else, and we've only been able to actually shape the conversation in this way because of InfoWars.com, brought to you by Infowarsstore.com. So support us in this mission as the real the foundations of the New World Order are shaking and it's all about to become crumbling down. It really does seem that way, and we'll get into all of it throughout the show and take your calls about it as well. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support us completely. Now let's talk about what's happening with Donald Trump and the indictment. This indictment that's just the lamest indictment you can possibly imagine. And we'll take your phone calls about this topic because I do want to hear what the InfoWars audience has to say. But what is the indictment? Well, the indictment is over essentially a mislabeled payment to Michael Cohen from Donald Trump, although is it even really mislabeled? Basically what happened is that Storby Daniels, a porn star who has was actually sued by Donald Trump or sued Donald Trump, and there was a case about this litigated years ago in which she lost and had to pay Trump $300,000. Well, before that happened, she was blackmailing Donald Trump, saying, I'll go public with a story saying that we slept together unless you pay me $150,000. And Donald Trump, so it was a blackmail payment, essentially. So just so we're clear, Donald Trump is a man that the left has accused of just everything you can possibly imagine. They've accused him of treason and sedition and being an agent of Russia 
a traitor to his country. They've accused him of you know, corruption and siphoning money off and embezzlement and making money off the government by having people stay in his hotel. And they've accused him of trying to intimidate witnesses, and they've impeached him twice. And, I mean, they've thrown everything at this guy they possibly can. What is the thing that they're actually thinking about indicting him on? Uh, paying a blackmailer, essentially. And the blackmail isn't even... You know, it's not like he was paying blackmail because someone was going to expose something he was doing that was so horrible and wrong. He he had an affair with with a porn star. That's that's it, it was a consensual affair, and basically this porn star lady, Stormy Daniels, was just going to expose it to try to just cause him trouble in his campaign. He was like it was easier just to go. All right, what do you want to not do this? Which is which is all very strange because of course in. 2018, you had this headline from CNBC. Amid publicity tour, porn, uh, porn star Stormy Daniels denies having an affair with Trump. She vehemently denied it, said it never happened, and refused to acknowledge the payment of $130,000. And just, just to be totally clear, like giving you what I think the perspective into Trump's thinking is, I don't know what – you know, situation Trump and his wife have worked out. It is by no means a rare thing for powerful men to have mistresses. It's kind of what the presidents do. It's kind of what they're known for. But if you're a uh, germaphobe like Trump is uh, reported to be, do you know that stars of pornography – get tested for every STD there is under the sun like once a week. It's actually kind of the safest thing for him to choose. So just when people are like, oh, I'm with this porn star, oh, he's such a dirty guy. It's like, well, it kind of make it kind of makes sense if that's the type of thing you're going to do. It's kind of the type of person that you're going to do it with because, you know, you're not about to go pick up a, a floozy at the bar down the street. Yeah, I'm not defending it. I'm just trying to put yourself, you know, put in the mindset of Donald Trump. Super wealthy billionaire, playboy guy who could sort of have anybody he wants and person he you know, choose to have an affair with, if, if they even have an affair. I mean, we don't even know. Stormy Daniels herself denied it, and you know, just because you pay hush money to somebody who's blackmailing you doesn't even mean the accusation is true. It just means you don't want it out there. And this is the amount of money that Trump makes probably in a couple hours. So you know, this for me, this would be like somebody blackmailing me for like 15 bucks or something like like, yeah, okay, I'll pay the 15 bucks just to not have to deal with this, whatever this is. So the point of all of this is that this is like the minor of most minor crimes that you could possibly stick somebody with. So literally paying somebody who is blackmailing you and then labeling that payment as legal expenses, which it seems like a legal expense to me. I don't know. Is that is that really a mislabel? It is a legal expense. I heard somebody you know, phrase it as like it was essentially signing some signing an NDA and offering a some sort of compensation for keeping their mouth shut about something. I mean, isn't that a legal expense? I mean, you pay your lawyer money and that lawyer, you know, creates a contract with somebody, pays them money in exchange for not going to the media about something. I mean, that seems like a legal expense to me. But this is how desperate the Democrats are apparently are to get Trump on just something, anything, whatever it is. It's a misdemeanor at the end of the day. 
it's you know they're talking about the the DA Bragg uh, in New York upping it to a felony, which I don't even know how you how you could possibly do that, especially when he has a track record of actually lowering 52% of felony charges in the city of New York to misdemeanors. It would be a little out of character for him. So basically they're throwing out hundreds of years of legal precedent, which gives sort of extra protections to our heads of state. They're threatening to arrest and indict the former president based off of the fact that he paid a blackmailer. It's totally, it's just completely insane. And they're doing all of this to maybe get an image of Trump in handcuffs. Like that's, that's what they're considering a victory. And we'll continue talking about this a little bit. We'll take your calls on it, but we're going to move on also to, you know, the stuff that really matters. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Continue talking just a little bit about old Donald Trump and this looming indictment scheduled to happen Tuesday, I suppose. And the real strange response that a lot of conservatives have had on social media to this. And I, I this I think we will it'll be the topic of the calls that we take uh, this show. What do you think about it? Do you think it's a distraction? Do you think that you should protest, that we shouldn't protest? Story from Infowars.com. 85% of Trump supporters think protesting against arrest is a January 6th style trap. That's, again, the headline at Infowars. And yet again, we're in this position where it's like, to me, this is really a lot of a distraction, right? You've got the banking collapse taking place with the international banking community cooperating together to an extent never seen before to bring about a one-world global digital currency should probably be the main focus. But you've also got revelation after revelation when it comes to COVID, them admitting that ivermectin worked and that lockdowns killed more people than ever and that the vaccines didn't work and there's new old video, there's, there's video that 
is just now being seen, but apparently it's from a couple years ago that we want to get to of Fauci trying to sell the vaccine to people in lower income neighborhoods. There's the cooperation and the peace agreement between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia has invited the president of Iran to visit for the first time in a long time. That all, of course, coordinated by China. The president of China is now in Russia solidifying their agreement with uh, Putin or their partnership with Putin, I should say. You also have Putin on one day being uh, charged with international war crimes and then the next day uh, making a public appearance and walking openly through the streets of Mariupol in real real kind kind of badass opposition to the world order that's trying to destroy him. So there's a lot of other stuff to talk about. So on one hand, it's like really we're going to talk about Donald Trump's petty little indictment. It's like, yes, but also it's the deep state really showing their hand and doing everything they possibly can to destroy the one man with power, influence, and foresight to stand up against them. Sort of a big deal. Kind of a giant deal, actually. And again, you know, you can just take this and look at it on a individual, like, community level. Like, if this was happening to somebody in your family or somebody in your community that never broke any laws, but the police, like, every week are there picking them up and hauling them off to the station to question them and try to get them to admit to doing something that they never did, and then they have to go through an investigation, and then they get charged, and they have to go to court and have to get exonerated only to be picked up the next day, you'd be like, this is harassment. This is this is ridiculous. Obviously, the law enforcement officers have something out for this person, and it's not the person's fault. It's not like the person's a criminal mastermind. They keep getting away with this crimes, these crimes that they're doing. There are no crimes they're committing. The police are just desperately trying to drum up something to stop them from living their lives. So, I mean, it really is like a total violation of what America is supposed to be about. It totally is a banana Republic action. So again, we're in this position where it's like, it's a distraction, but it's also evidence of, and a next step towards a total collapse of rule and law and order and respect for our institutions and et cetera, et cetera, that this country is, is built on. So we can't exactly ignore it outright. And here you see protesters who took over fifth Avenue outside of Trump tower in New York over the weekend as sort of a prelude to the protest that Donald Trump called for. And again, if you don't want to protest, if you think this isn't worth protesting, if you're mad that Trump didn't do more for the January 6th people, so you're not going to do anything for him, that's fine. That's your prerogative. You can do that if you want. I personally think that this is a valid thing to protest. I think this is really something where we should be coming together and opposing the ability of just this decentralized, like hyper insane uh, attack on a single political entity, right? That's not just the DOJ going after him and the FBI going after him and the you know Democrats on committees going after him and also the you know people in, in Georgia investigating his phone calls and the people in the army investigating his phone calls to Ukraine and the people in New York investigating his taxes and it's just like, just a full-on onslaught, totally fabricated outrage about Donald Trump, not because he committed any crimes, but because he stood up and opposed and effectively countered the actions of the deep state. I think this is something worth protesting. And I think that if if you're not protesting because 
you're scared of being called a domestic terrorist. I understand it. I get I get why you would feel that way. But I also think that really makes the enemy's job easier. It really does. Like you can you can just would the would the civil rights movement of Martin Luther King ever have succeeded if they're just like, yeah, but we're going to get arrested, though. Yeah, but if we go out and protest, we're going to get arrested. What did they do? They went out. They protested knowing they were going to get arrested, knowing they were going to have like dogs ticked on. I'm like way worse than anything that happened like on the day, well, except for, of course, the woman being shot at point blank range and murdered in front of everybody. That was that was actually worse than anything that happened during the civil rights era. But, well, you know, Kent State, it's been bad for a while. So coming across, it's been bad for a while. But, you know, I really think the best piece of advice that I saw on Twitter over the weekend was basically exactly that. Uh, just protest like MLK. This is by somebody named uh, at free, free State Will. He says, if you protest against tyranny and political prisoners in America, do it as if there will be total peace. Never bring weapons, body armor, helmets, or gas masks. Wear a suit like MLK. Carry only American flags and cameras. I think that's the the correct way to do it because, you know, if they are going to stop people from protesting, if they are going to destroy the First Amendment in front of everybody— Don't give them an excuse to make it look like they're fighting domestic terror. Don't dress up like Antifa and be like, but Antifa gets to do it, so we should too. That's not the world that we live in anymore, right? You can't, like, and everybody's like, well, but Antifa gets to go out and do it. Yeah, they do because we live in a tyranny because they're the foot soldiers of the New World Order that are in charge right now. I don't like it, and we got to change it. In order to change it, we have to take it into account and then act in a way that acts as if that is true. You don't have the ability to go out and burn down a police precinct and get away with it like Antifa does. So don't do that. You'll get arrested. You'll get called a domestic terrorist. They don't. They get released. It's very unfair. It sucks, and it's not right, and it's the destruction of this country, and we need to stop it. But if you don't give the people, you know, the tyrants an excuse to call you a domestic terrorist and make their actions look reasonable, then their actions will look unreasonable. If you're wearing a suit and not fighting back and just marching and protesting in a way that cannot be construed as being outside the bounds of the First Amendment and they still arrest you, people are going to see that and it's going to be obvious what they're doing from then on. If, however, you go, well, Antifa gets to throw fireworks, so we're going to throw fireworks, and then you get arrested for throwing fireworks, just don't do that. Just don't do that, actually. Maybe just don't do that then. But also, if you're going to just not even try to protest. And so I I said on Twitter, you know, basically the people that orchestrated the whole psyop of domestic terror in this country, they they get a thrill of pleasure. They get goosebumps when they hear a conservative basically say, don't protest, we're not allowed to protest anymore because then they don't even have to arrest you. They don't even have to risk looking like tyrants. You just stay home and don't protest and censor yourself basically house arrest yourself and deny yourself the First Amendment, then their job is done for them. Why would you, why would you do that? I get, I get it. People are like, oh, it's a January 6th style uh, trap. Well, don't break into the Capitol. Don't attack police officers. And if anybody does, you know, citizen arrest them or whatever, separate yourself from them. 
and have a camera so you can prove your your case. The fight against the New World Order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with the globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had this success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll move on from... Trump's expected arrest tomorrow until I'm sure we revisit it with your phone calls. We'll open up the phone lines next hour and take your calls throughout the the next two hours. I was wondering if I should keep talking about it and uh, get into the way that George Soros has. I I guess I will. I guess I will get into this because, again, we we do have a lot to talk about, but we'll, we'll get into some of it in the next hour, including the international stuff, but I know this is going to be the uh, persistently be the main story that a lot of people are talking about, so we need to get full understanding of what's going on here. Story from Trending Politics News by Kyle Becker. Uh, George Soros exposed as major force behind Trump's prosecution and imminent arrest. President Donald Trump reacted to the news of his imminent arrest in New York by pointing out that the Manhattan District Attorney's Office leader is funded by George Soros. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, whom Donald Trump is referring to in his post, was elected in November 2021 with indirect backing from left-wing billionaire George Soros, who gave $1 million to the Color of Change PAC, who spent it to elect Bragg. The Color of Change PAC is a radical activist group that describes itself as the nation's largest online radical justice organization. Racial justice organization. I'm sorry. Largest online racial justice organization. 
It's, it's racial justice, not, not radical justice, of course. Fox News reported that Soros has funded, funded $40 million into district attorney campaigns nationwide, including Bragg's. Former New York Police Commissioner Bill Bratton spoke out against the $1 million donation that Hungarian-born philanthropist Soros gave to the Color of Change Political Action Committee, which supported Bragg, the New York Post reported. If you look at every city in America that has violent crime increases and disorder increases, what is the one common common denominator, Bratton said? District attorneys, all of whom were funded uh, funded phenomenally by George Soros. The New York Post also reported that Soros has donated $1 million to Alvin Bragg's successful DA campaign in Manhattan, fueling cash through the Color of Change Political Action Committee. The Gothamist reported Color of Change PAC, a group that since 2016 has successfully backed reform-minded prosecutors across the country from Philadelphia to Michigan to Atlanta, (laughs) all of which have just collapsed into a chaos bonfire of criminality since. Announced they'd be pitching $1 million through their political action committee to put towards mailers, canvassing, and phone backing on Bragg's behalf. The National Police Association accused Soros of funding ultra-leftist prosecutors like Alvin Bragg, Kim Fox, Larry Krasner, and George Gascon in Los Angeles and blamed the campaign for fueling violent crime. Color of Change endorsed Bragg, of course, gave him a million dollars. And you know, if you understand the way that the George Soros Open Society Network operates – slash Black Lives Matter money laundering scheme operates, then you understand it's not just about money given directly to the campaigns. It's money given to a huge number of smaller NGOs that all engage in street-level activism, giving money to media outlets and media companies to create podcasts and the Justice Project and all this sort of stuff. It all combines to push people towards the total lawlessness that we're experiencing across the board. So while they are allowing the criminals back on the street for the 15th, 20th, 30th time sometimes, you know, let them out on bail without collecting any money, uh, don't charge them with what they actually committed but downgraded because your courts are overwhelmed because of the rising crime rate. Like all of this is going on. People are, you know, innocent people are being murdered. Innocent people are being robbed and raped and victimized by people who should be in jail by the letter of the law. But because of the lenient practices of these DAs and prosecutors, they're let out continuously. While all of that's happening, they are dedicating millions of dollars and hundreds and thousands of man hours on digging through every line of tax reporting by Donald Trump to find out if maybe something could be in some way misconstrued as being inappropriately labeled, and then they got it. and then they got him on that. I mean, the walls are closing in on Trump, but you know, not for anything that anybody actually cares about or anything that actually matters. I mean, we remember that Bill Clinton paid a much more significant figure to um, Paula Jones, wasn't it? Only that was to settle a rape accusation, right? Like an actual horrific crime. Uh, not just sleeping with a with a willing partner, which is what Trump is accused of uh, paying to cover up. I mean, it's just it's just totally absurd. Every every aspect of it is absurd. I mean, I, I really don't even know how to um, how to express all of the ways that this has taken place. But you also see, you know, people pointing out. Like these Soros-funded prosecutors are doing this. They're ignoring the crime in their cities, allowing regular people to be 
horrifically victimized and have their lives ruined because racial justice, whatever that means, while simultaneously dedicating an inordinate amount to this purely political exercise, purely political. It's purely about politics. So you might have to get raped and murdered, but hey, at least the Democrats are doing a little bit better, right? And all of this is the culmination of years upon years upon years of accusing Trump of every crime under the uh, under the sun. It's just it's just completely insane. So Elon Musk has also pointed this out in response to a tweet by Twitter account Cat Turd. Uh, Cat Turd says, corrupt New York City District Attorney Alvin Bragg received $1 million from Soros in his election for NYCDA. Elon Musk responds saying, Soros figured out a clever arbitrage opportunity. The many small political contests, such as DAs and judges, have much higher impact per dollar spent than the big races, so it is far easier to sway the outcome. To which I would like to remind Elon Musk, you're the richest man in the world, dude. Although apparently he was lapped by somebody like somebody else is the richest person in the world now but uh you know obviously elon musk has done quite a bit just with his purchase of twitter and allowing people like yours truly and donald trump himself to get back on the platform that is a perhaps less effective like per dollar (laughs) attempt but it's more of a grand scheme big picture kind of operation but wouldn't it be nice if Every time George Soros dropped a million dollars into a DA's risk uh, race, someone like Elon Musk dropped two million dollars. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be nice? Because as uh, Jesse Kelly noted on Twitter, I, I sort of liked his take, although he also was kind of falling into the whole like we're not allowed to protest. Don't go, don't go protest. Give up your First Amendment without fighting for it. And it, I, I tweeted out, I said like you know, at least make them fight you for it. I can't remember what I <laughs> exactly what I said. Uh but you know, essentially it was just like don't don't just yeah, here it is. Yeah, they feel a plush, uh, rush of pleasure every time they someone tweets don't protest, you'll be arrested. We're not allowed to protest. If they're going to be tyrants, at least make them work for it. Right? What what I mean by that is like if they're going to arrest you for exercising their first amendment, at least make them arrest you for exercising your first amendment. At least go out there and protest, make them actually do the work to be tyrants. He said, don't make the tyrants job easy on them by just not even protesting in the first place because you're, you're scared of what happened on January 6th. But regardless, uh, Jess Kelly's response was basically like the only appropriate maneuver at this point is when their DAs arrest your political candidate, you have one of your DAs arrest one of their political candidates, which again, I agree with in theory, but the other side of this is why don't we just punish the people that are actually committing the crimes and have actually been corrupt agents of a deep state who have systematically destroyed the United States over the last several decades? Why don't we actually just have DAs and prosecutors do that? <laughs> like it's not it's not even like a tit for tat or oh, you're going to arrest us. We're going to arrest one of yours. How about we just go on the offensive and actually charge and prosecute and break up the mafia system that is currently sitting at the helm of the United States. I mean, that would be my suggestion. So I agree, but maybe not for the same reasons. So again, the Soros influence on this is not negligible. It's not just a talking point. It's not just some anti-Semitic conspiracy that some people make it out to be. 
which again is just hilarious, right? People are like, yeah, George Soros gives millions of dollars to DAs to defund the police and not prosecute violent crimes, increasing the amount of crime in the city, creating a divide and conquer tactic they find extremely useful as they expand and accelerate the militarization of police in this country total contradiction to the stated goals of these defund the police people and the response to that is like yeah but he's jewish though uh yeah but actually he's jewish so checkmate you're anti-semitic now (laughs) and it's like okay not sure that proves what you think it does but again you have nothing you have nothing to actually rebut so instead you resort to identity politics don't even make sense because um i don't know if you guys heard this but do you know that george soros it's actually a Nazi collaborator? What? I know, we keep saying it, but no one seems to care. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War of the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War of the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out and there's about a thousand left of them right now so get your copy of the great reset and the war for the world a signed copy at infowarsstore.com and there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air so you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book you'll also know that you help keep infowars on the air i'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies but i want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to infowarsstore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school this is an infowar i'm counting on you and thank you for your support you're watching the american journal with your host harrison smith all right, welcome back, folks. We're going to open up the phone lines this hour. We're also going to talk about the banking collapse, the incoming CBDC program, and centralization of the world banks. Yes, yeah, not just about a natural, uh, national centralization anymore. It's about cooperation uh, internationally by banks to destroy their smaller scale competition and usher in a technocratic biofinancial control system. We'll get into that. We'll get into the developments with Russia and China and so much more. I want to go to a couple videos here first, though. We're going to go to uh, clip number two here. This is a member of parliament, Andrew Bridgen. He gave a speech about vaccines in parliament in the UK. And as soon as he started giving a speech, all the other members of parliament got up and walked out. Totally shameful. Because what he's talking about is very real, very important. And like, it's just, uh, again, the, the, the political politicization of this, it's not, it's not too, you're not politicizing something by pointing out that like a vaccine is killing people. If you point out that any of the medicines that have been recalled or, or you know, caused Pfizer to be sued, if you sit there and go, hey, Everyone who got this medicine developed cancer. You know, all the ads you see on TV. Did you develop melanoma after da-da-da? That's just not political to point that out. It's not political to go, hey, there are people dying because they took this this vaccine that doesn't work as it was marketed to. There's nothing political about that. The politicization of it comes when the other side refuses to listen to these very legitimate complaints because they feel like 
it's political. It's just very bizarre, like projection of politicization of this. So let's go to Andrew Bridgen now. This is clip number two. He says vaccines are not safe or even affordable. Let's watch. The simple facts are that in light of the government's own data, um, COVID vaccinations and boosters are not effective. And from the evidence of the yellow card system, they're not safe. And to the UK taxpayer, they are not value for money. Indeed, given the side effects, Mr Deputy Speaker, if they were free, we couldn't afford them. The only ones who really benefit from the booster rollout are Big Pharma, with their licence to print money and indemnification against the harms of their, pro- their product scores. Once again, Mr Deputy Speaker, Big Pharma have put profits before people. And on this occasion, governments across the globe have been their willing marketing agents. The whole COVID-19 narrative is slowly unravelling. As I believe I've demonstrated today, Mr Deputy Speaker, no one should have been boosted after the efficacy data was received on the 25th of October last year, and no one should be boosted in future based on that data. Given the evidence of harms uh, by the boosters, I now believe that we have the full explanation of both the continuing excess death we've seen since the pandemic, 63,000 excess deaths in England and Wales in the last 12 months, and also the reason for the huge and unrelenting pressure of demand on the NHS. Mr Deputy Speaker, it's the vaccines and the boosters and their side effects. Sadly, I am confident that I'll be proved correct. I sincerely wish it was not so. But the longer it takes that our government to accept the truth, the more people will be harmed and die. The first step to putting right a problem is always to admit there is a problem. The government narrative of safe and effective is in tatters, as evidenced by their own data. Three months on from my original speech in this House, we have surely now sacrificed enough of our citizens on the uh, lives on the altar of ignorance and unfettered corporate greed to satisfy anyone. I therefore call on the government to immediately stop the mRNA vaccine booster programme and initiate a full public inquiry into not only the vaccine harms, but how every agency and institution set up to protect the public interest have failed so abysmally in their duties. So that's just one part of a much longer speech. I, I think maybe we'll post the whole speech when we upload this segment on Bandai Video. So go check it out on Bandai Video a little bit later. And of course, we know that there has been an inquiry into vaccine injuries, or actually not the vaccine injuries, an inquiry into the unexpected deaths in the UK, but that inquiry has announced that they're going to focus almost exclusively on uh, racial disparities and excess deaths. So don't expect. You're watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. Says the American Journal second hour has begun. We're going to open up phone lines this hour. Go ahead and open up phone lines right now. Give us a call. 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call now. I'm going to talk about the Ukraine war, but also the cooperation between China and Russia and what's happening in the Middle East right now. Because it is a thorough reorganization of the world order from a unipolar to a multipolar world. And of course, that's what's been discussed by the people in power at the World Economic Forum and Davos and all of these places for a very long time as they bring about 
this um, outcome, right? They like to act like this is just happening when they're the ones actually doing it and uh, perpetrating it and justifying it and everything else. So I'm a little bit I'm a little bit at a loss to comprehend their actions at this point in time. You know, I complimented on on Twitter. There's a documentary that was just released by an independent YouTuber named uh, Felix Rex. I think it's his name. Yeah, Felix Rex. He's on Twitter at Navy Hatto. But it's called Till the Last Ukrainian. I really can't, you know, encourage you to watch it enough because it lays down in, in very astute and comprehensive way how we got to this point. And, and what the United States hegemony sees going on in Ukraine. And what it paints is a pretty obvious picture that the unipolar world of American hegemony is breaking down. It is collapsing. And the people in power in America and in the West, you know, our, our satrapies, our client states in Europe, are desperate to not let this happen, but at the same time, the people controlling our countries are the very same ones who are controlling or at least involved in a very big way in Russia and China. So the way that America is acting right now is as if we are an empire seeing our hold over our client states crumbling and you know we're sort of freaking out and, and trying to double down our, our military actions to maintain this Hegemony, but at the same time, our banking institutions and our corporations are all on their own accord packing up and moving to China. So, are they really not? So, are they going to take us to war to try to defend their hegemony? Or are they going to use the collapse of their hegemony as an excuse to start a war to accelerate the, you know, de-Amerification of everything. Uh, it's, it's a little confusing. It's a little confusing. But here's what's happening. Here's the latest of what's happening. Uh, Xi promotes China as peacemaker on first trip to Russia since Ukraine invasion. In recent weeks, China has spoken more robustly about the prospect of conflict unless the U.S. changes course and reveled in a major diplomatic victory in the Middle East. And now its leader, Xi Jinping, is in Moscow to meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin, signaling Beijing's growing embrace of its rising power on the global stage and the potential for it to further deepen conflict with the U.S. and its allies. Xi's visit to Russia, it's his first since Putin's invasion of Ukraine since uh, last February could serve as an even greater show of solidarity after the International Criminal Court issued an arrest warrant for the Russian leader on Friday, accusing him of being responsible for war crimes in Ukraine. Neither Russia, China, nor the U.S. is a member of the court. The court is also an illegitimate exercise in futility. It's not actually anything real. And the accusation that they, accusation that they made is uh, pretty, pretty vague. They're essentially they're accusing him of kidnapping children when, according to Russia, they, they were doing this and pretty open about doing this, saying we're going to get children out of this war zone so they aren't injured by Ukrainians as they have been for the last 14 years. But that's beside the point. Not 14 years, since 2014. 
Uh, you also have this story from Global Times, a Chinese publication. Xi's visit to Russia conveys great significance, injects certainty and positive energy. You got to admit it does. You got to admit that it kind of does. I mean, if you're any of these countries, even countries in Western Europe that are just routinely bullied and forced into uncomfortable situations by the United States, which has like military outposts in your country, weapons, and like your entire defense depends on them, and they're constantly starting ridiculous nonsense wars in the Middle East and causing chaos and the migrant crisis that your country is also suffering for. I don't know. If if I was them, I would be kind of glad that maybe America is just massive track record of destroying everything is being opposed by people. Now, I wish they weren't being opposed by China and Russia. It'd be nice if the American people could stand up against our own government and set things right once and for all. But unfortunately, a very large amount of us are uh, brainwashed into thinking that the people in charge of our country actually like our country and have its best interests in mind, but they don't, and people don't know that. So I guess it's up to China and Russia. But of course, this is having effects not just in Ukraine, where again, it looks as though Russia is just winning. They're just winning. That's just what's happening. In fact, we have some uh, headlines on that as well. Ukrainian soldiers admit we are just getting killed as they defend Bakhmut. I know I'm being sent to my death. Ukrainian soldiers admit we are just getting killed as they defend Bakhmut and say Russia can already taste victory. Sort of an op- opposition to uh, everything else that we've heard in the mainstream media. We also have this story from the 18th. That was Friday. NATO is racing to arm its Russian borders. Can it find the weapons? The answer is no, it can't. It's sending way too many to Ukraine. There are no weapons left, really. Uh, But also, they're essentially setting up Poland to be the offensive arm of this, and they're sending about 300,000 soldiers. Numbers will be large, with officials floating the idea of up to 300,000 NATO forces needed to help make the new model work. That means lots of coordinating and cajoling. (laughs) We're going to coordinate and cajole. It's a weird way to describe... Deploying vast arrays of weaponry and men set up to destroy one another for no stated purpose or peaceable design. No, no, nothing like that. Just hundreds of thousands of people setting up to unleash ceaseless and pointless murder. Fantastic. Great. Thanks, guys. What would we do without you? Germany will execute international court arrests if Putin enters territory. Germany said over the weekend that it's ready to arrest Russian President Vladimir Putin if he ever travels ever travels to its territory based on the Hague-based International Criminal Court issuing an arrest warrant last week related to alleged human rights abuses in Ukraine. But I want to go now to clip number nine here because this is the response to Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin meeting and really solidifying their partnership here. And it just lays the absurdity of Ukraine on the table for all the world to see. Clearly, this is a proxy war instigated and perpetuated by the U.S. for our own interests. Not us, obviously, but theirs. The people in Washington, D.C., in New York City, the people that actually run the country. Let's go to clip number nine. Here is uh, John Kirby talking about the Ukraine potential peace deal. Let's watch. 
Uh, Monday through Wednesday of President Xi to Moscow, the state visit, if you will. Uh, but what we have said before, and we'll say it again today, uh, that if coming out of this meeting, there's some sort of call for a ceasefire. Well, that's just going to be unacceptable because all that's going to do, Mike, is ratify Russia's conquest to date. All that's going to do is give Mr. Putin more time to refit, retrain, reman, uh, and try to, uh, to to plan for, for renewed off- offensives at a time of his choosing. Uh, we hope, and we've said this before, that, Mr., that President Xi will call and talk to President Zelensky because we believe the Chinese need to get the Ukrainian perspective. Yeah, we will not allow ceasefire because you see, Ukraine is an independent, sovereign nation. So America will not let it accept a a ceasefire. We will push this to the end, to the last Ukrainian. We will destroy every life and, and, you know, stock of grain in that country. We will not let them have peace. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new toothpaste that my dad, a retired dentist and oral surgeon, developed. Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste that just came into stock. And I got to tell you, I got samples of this months ago, and it is amazing. The way it makes your gums feel, what it does to your mouth is insane. We know turmeric is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and does such great things for the body. Then you add that with tea tree oil and a bunch of other essential oils. It is just dynamite. It is so good to detox and attack inflammation in your mouth. I want to challenge everybody to try the new toothpaste at InfoWarsStore.com. Dr. Jones Naturals Turmeric Toothpaste. And while you're at it, check out the new Ashwagandha line of products. We have Ashwagandha with black pepper extract for your libido, your testosterone in pill form. And we have the pure Ashwagandha root gummies as well, now available at InfoWarsStore.com. They're amazing products and they fund the InfoWar. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globals bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Still to come in today's program, we got COVID news. We got uh, news about the banking collapse and the very long, long plan to institute central bank digital currencies. We also have uh, mainstream media actually pointing out the really disgusting anti-white rhetoric being used by politicians and media to get elected these days. We'll get into all of that and more. Your phone calls, of course. We got people calling in about most everybody talking about Trump and Stormy Daniels. If you want to call in, give us a call, one 789 2539 There's still a few lines open. You can get in, and we'll go to your phone calls this segment. We'll just finish up first talking about what's happening with China and Russia. Let me just try to give you a, an idea of exactly 
what's happening here. It's just, oh, it, it's all it's all crazy. It's all completely insane. Okay, you've got Ukrainian soldiers. Basically, they're admitting that that Russia is winning. Ukraine soldiers admit we're just getting killed as they defend Bakhmut city, which has been a very very long and brutal contest over that city that Russia is eventually going to succeed in in taking. Just how many Ukrainians have to die before that happens is the question. At the same time, you've got NATO is racing to arm Russian borders where they are sending 300,000 soldiers to Russian borders basically as an intimidation tactic, getting ready to invade Russia despite the fact that Ukraine is not in NATO. So we would be doing this as an offensive maneuver. maneuver. It has nothing to do with the defensive agreements in NATO, which actually matters. This stuff actually matters, right? World War One and Two were both started because of defensive agreements between, in one case, Belgium and the UK, and another case, Poland and, uh, well, you could say Serbia and Russia, and then Belgium and the UK that, that brought the UK into it and made it a real world war uh, rather than just a European land war between uh, the German Empire and the Austro-Hungarian Empire and the Russian Empire and the French uh, it's all defensive agreements, but there are actual defensive agreements. It was actually a defensive agreement that said the UK said if Belgium, if your you know territorial integrity is is compromised, we will defend you. Then it was compromised, then they went in to defend them. That's an agreement that you make and you know you, you can say as as people did at the time all of this over a piece of paper like really really because you because you made an agreement 50 years ago about defense, now you're going to send the whole world into war over a little excursion when in Germany they weren't even attacking Belgium. They were just using Belgium to go through Belgium to get to France. But at least it was an actual defense agreement, and at least there had been defense guarantees to Poland by the UK and others for when the Nazis and Soviets invaded that country. They were like, well, now the defense clause is activated. But with Ukraine, we have no defense agreement with them. There is no treaty that we've signed or agreement that they're in NATO and so we have to treat them as if they're a NATO member. So this is all aggressive and offensive on behalf of NATO as we put hundreds of thousands of soldiers on the border of Russia and act like they're not going to do anything and if they do, they're the bad guys. I'm not going to fall for it. I hope you don't either. You also have the United States EU agree to start talks on critical uh, minerals amid trade tensions. So again, they're talking about really expanding their uh, mineral acquisition in order to fund the uh, energy transformation, the Great Reset transformation. It's it's all totally absurd. And Actually, we'll get to that story a little bit later, but um, just finishing up here. So you've got Ukraine is losing, and they've lost three armies already. Russia is continuing to march forward in a steady and persistent fashion. You have Vladimir Putin being... Charged with war crimes by the ICC and then going and doing a open-air walk-around in the city of Mariupol, which I don't know if you noticed, there was no fake air raid sirens to make him seem brave. It was actually kind of a badass thing to do rather than the highly orchestrated play-acting that Joe Biden did when he went and visited Ukraine. And you've got China and Russia meeting in Moscow to solidify and expand their friendship and cooperation 
The headlines are things like this. Persistently move forward with new prospect of friendship, cooperation, and joint development of China and Russia. Contacts at the highest levels play an important role in our, uh, and are of enduring strategic importance. Talk about cooperating in defense as well as industry, infrastructure, and everything else as they seek to oppose and dismantle the U.S. hegemony, which has done so such great things for the world so far. But on top of that, you have the newly opened diplomatic relations between Saudi Arabia and Iran for the first time in a long time, with now the Saudi king has invited the Iranian president to Riyadh. Saudi Arabia's King Salman bin Abdulaziz has invited Iranian President Ibrahim Rassi to Riyadh, an Iranian official said on Sunday. So again, drawing those two countries uh, even closer together. Totally humiliating for the American hegemonic power structure in the Middle East. Vladimir Putin's written a article for uh, the People's Daily Newspaper in Russia called Russia and China, a future-bound partnership. You also have Silva de Lula from Brazil. He's visiting uh, China to boost the China-Brazil ties despite discrediting by West. So Brazil also moving towards the BRICS uh, you know, nation hegemony rather than the American one. And you have this. Syria's Assad arrives in the United Arab Emirates in official visit. Syrian President Bashar al-Assad arrived in the United Arab Emirates on Sunday for an official visit accompanied by his wife Asma at a time when more Arab states have signaled openness to easing the isolation of Damascus. So again, it's sort of interesting timing, right? 20 years to the day since America invaded Iraq in order to overthrow the dictator Saddam Hussein, who, by the way, we put into office. Oopsies. Oopsie daisy, we did that. You've got Assad meeting with the UAE and the president of Iran being invited to Saudi Arabia and China having orchestrated all of this, meeting with Russia, who of course had been defending Assad for the last decade or so as he has come under concerted assault by the deep state operatives that also overthrew the duly elected government in Ukraine to set the stage for that whole conflict. So this really is a collapse of the American hegemony. Where this goes from here is kind of anybody's guess. Except you have to take into account the fact that the people that run America and have gotten us into this trouble, primarily the banking combines that pull the strings behind the curtain, uh, are also the ones that have systematically exported our manufacturing and so much of our industrial power to China over the last several decades. So you can't, can't help but think that they're not exactly against this, but we also are seeing of the American government make major changes in their recruitment and in things like opening up Alaska for oil drilling that do signal that they are gearing up for a major war conflict with Russia or China or both in the very near future. So they may be kicking off World War III as all part of a designed and orchestrated depopulation movement to forcibly reset the world into a new, new world order from which we will all suffer. All right, I said we got phone calls. We I'll go directly to phone calls at the beginning of the next segment and uh, for the entirety of next segment. Stay tuned. In the meantime, do go to InfoWarsStore.com. Check out the ashwagandha supplements that we have. There's a supplement with black pepper, and there's another ashwagandha gummy. Incredibly powerful stuff. Brand new products that are available for an introductory price of 25% off. InfoWarsStore.com. 
The fight against the New World Order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal, Infowars.com, Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support us. Band.video, MadMaxWorld.tv. These are the URLs you need to know. You want to download, share, re-upload, just whatever you want to do to get this information out. That is our main design. Now I'm going to go directly out to uh, phone calls here. Just ask you to keep your uh, comments short and to the point. I'll try not to get in any big back and forth so we can just get to as many calls as possible, hear what people have to say about primarily the topic of Trump being indicted and whether or not you should protest that indictment. Jay in Michigan has called in. Thank you for calling in, Jay. You're on the air. What do you think What do you think about Trump being indicted? I think he deserves it. Um, he should go to jail. All the people that have died from this inoculation – he had a friend of mine passed away last week, and he loved those shots. He was a loony liberal, and uh, I trusted him. I, I, I loved him. I, his politics were terrible, but he loved those shots. Now he's passed, and uh, I, I kind of I kind of blame Trump. Uh, I'll say that I think he would have been a better president than the Chinese communist puppet that resides in the Oval Office. I think. I think he's there. I don't know, but. Um, I, you know, Trump had opportunity to hold on to the office. He, I would have, uh, I, I don't think he fought hard enough. Nobody went to jail the whole time that he was in office. Uh, the, the swamp, all he did was find out that, uh, I don't even know if he's not controlled opposition. I, I don't, uh, this two headed, uh, fake party that we have that's running the, the people of America, this thing that we call a government, I, I, I think that they're no good. And uh, I don't know. I don't think anything's going to change. All I'm doing is converting my money into gold and silver and seeing what happens and preparing with a bunch of preparation H because I know we're going to get screwed okay. out of my marriage. Well, that's uh, an, an interesting take. Again, I, we could get into this, but I just want to take uh, more phone calls and uh, hear what you people have to say. So th- thank you for that uh, call, Jay. Again, I can't – I don't, don't exactly see the logic, but – 
that's that's all right. Uh, let's go to Tim in Seattle. Uh, you say no protest. Uh, why why no protest, Tim? Oh no, I didn't say no protest. I oh. said that I'm 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 kind of shocked that Trump made the protest about him. And I agree with the caller before us, before me that was talking about the shots. He had the opportunity to say something. He knew what was going on, but he didn't say anything. And so now. When the apparatus is coming at him, it almost seems uh, is like Kabuki theater where they need Trump to be revitalized. In a sense, we need to focus on Trump. Trump's our champion. Oh, we are our champions. Our human rights were stripped. Trump's Trump's fine. Trump's going to be just fine. It is us that have been left at the wayside. It's we, the people that need to stand up for our rights and not make it about Trump, but make it about us. Peaceful, civil noncompliance. I've got 300 some odd protests. Since Trump, since January 6th, no arrest, zero. Mm. I get smiles. I get waves from the police. I'm not pressured by the police to shut up. I don't care about the police. I don't show up like a punk. I show up to get my point across. I show up to win hearts and minds. And that's what we should all be doing. We shouldn't wait for Trump to give out the call. We should have been doing this from January 7th until now. And I suggest you guys go get bullhorns, make signs, be peaceful, make uh, protesting in America great again, because that's what we have it for. First Amendment, and then we have the Second Amendment. I don't want to go to the Second Amendment. I want to go to the First Amendment. And Trump has left this huge void, and we need to take that void. The stuff that's not being said, the stuff that people want to hear, we become the politicians, we become the leaders, and Trump learns from us. Thanks a lot, Harrison. Great call. Great no, show. No, no, I agree with that, and uh, that, was a great, that was a great call, actually. <laughs> you could you could slap slap that appellation on it. Yeah, uh, thank you for that, uh, Tim. I, I agree with uh, your sentiment, we should we should have been protesting this whole time. I totally agree. Let's go to uh, White Rabbit in Wisconsin. You oh, he's dropped. Okay, let's go to Jordan in New Jersey. Then Jordan in New Jersey, what are your what's your comment on Trump and Stormy Daniels? Yeah, I, I put put simply, uh, Harrison, Q is Trump and Trump is Q. Um, I think this uh, recent round of uh, appearances by Thomas McInerney, one of his advisors. And the hammer, the guy who you know pushed the hammer and scorecard thing, and, and said there would be special forces in the Capitol and all the rest. I believe that it's my belief, based upon what's occurred and all that, that Trump is Q, and Q is part of Trump. It's it's part of a long-term psyop, and him being reinstated on Twitter all of a sudden and Facebook, it was just for this very purpose to see what other people, you know, basically stupid people, they could get to come out and, and actually protest this. Um, because the January 6th things failed and they need to take completely any wind out of the potential of any sort of MAGA Republicans who are actually MAGA Republicans doing anything in 2024. Um, and I question all of these uh, polls that say 85 percent, you know, want him or whatever, or 62, whatever it says. Uh, and, and I really think we need to have a new Republican um, convention along the lines of what the Whigs did, eventually leading people like Abraham Lincoln. Um, if we want to have any hope in this country for political outcome here. Um, so I just wanted to give those comments. And I, I want to thank you again for uh, doing a great show, Harrison. And, uh, you know, good luck with the rest of the calls. Have a good day. Thank you very much. Wow, yeah, I'm, I'm loving how uh, all these calls are going very, very uh, quick and clean. Again, I could, I could get into all of them, but let's just go to the next call now. Hammer Hardy in Florida uh, also says no to protests. Okay, so pretty, pretty solid Response from uh, the Infowars audience protesting not worth it. Hammer Hardy, what's your reasoning? So my reasoning is this: um, you know, I've been to a whole lot of protests um, 
you know, throughout the years, ever since uh, I'd say 2019. And the issue is, is that we don't really, in my opinion, we don't really accomplish anything. What I've learned from watching the enemy, though, what I've what I've learned from watching the left, is that they use protests not just to, you know, have a public image, but they also use it to recruit. They recruit people and then put them into different political uh, action groups. So, you know, they're they're not just out there on a Saturday dressed up in red, white, and blue, waving a flag, and then they just go home. They're actually out there trying to organize people, and we don't do that. I've watched protests get infiltrated. I've watched antagonizers get in there and start fights, and people just really aren't situationally aware. We're, we're, we're such goody-two-shoes on the right that we're, we're really blinded to the tactics of the enemy. And it's not that, you know, the, this, this has nothing to do with Trump and the shot. This, is, this whole thing is about a corrupt district attorney that is violating a citizen's rights outside of law. And that's the bigger picture. picture. So what we should be doing is we should be going after all the traitors in our local area, trying to get them recalled, removed from their office. That's going to have way bigger, uh, way bigger effect than just standing around on the corner, waving a flag and waving some signs. Now that I absolutely agree with. I, I think you were exactly right on that. Uh, we, we have some more calls, but Hammer Hardy, I want – so what should people do? What would be your instruction to people? Uh, because I, I think you're exactly right. So how do we coordinate and organize and recruit people you know, to join our, our movement without falling prey to infiltration and you know, subversion from feds and things like that? What would you say should be the tactic we should use moving forward? Well, so you have you have to break people into groups. That's the best way to weed out any kind of uh, infiltrator. You've got you've got team leaders, and then each team leader gives their team a task. So what I've learned from the left is like they'll have a pro- they'll have a leftist protest, and then they'll break people off into community outreach. They'll break people off into fundraising. They'll break people off into uh, uh, political action, going to city council meetings and making phone calls to state representatives you have to you have to have team leaders break people up into groups and then that's how you learn who people are who you can trust who's a funny guy who's somebody that you need to keep at a distance how do you keep the uh the 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 the, the loose cannons out of out of the mix that's that's what i would suggest i think i think you're exactly right i think that's uh, very good advice i'll just say that you know yeah, you know, people are, are almost operating under this delusion that we still live in the Americas of like the 1980s. We can just go out and like protest, and the media will report on it honestly, and the politicians will respond to the media reports, et cetera, et cetera. It's not how it works anymore. So operate like a resistance. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. That's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because... You're a bad person because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting.
We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does eat any introduction. does such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsStore.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed with my dad. The last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful. Now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there, experience these great products and others, and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, back again to your phone calls. We're going to six phone calls about the Trump indictment. So far, the response has mostly been, no, we should not protest on his behalf. Say I disagree with most callers. That's all right. (laughs) We're not here for consensus. I am not the master of the Info Warriors. But I, uh, I don't know. I've, I've yet to see any evidence that this is some sort of inside job trickery, you know, false flag attack on uh, Donald Trump. A lot of people complaining about the two-party duopoly, which, of course, Donald Trump was the attack against, which is why they've attacked him so thoroughly and continue to do so. That's my interpretation of it. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll get back to your calls, hear what um, you people have to say. Let's go to... uh, well, it looks like White Rabbit from with Wisconsin has called back in. Uh, thanks for uh, rejoining us, White Rabbit. You're on the air, and uh, you have an interesting prediction or, or possibility of what could happen to Trump. Go ahead. Yeah, I kind of got a rabbit hole, a uh, wild conspiracy theory that I'm worried about Trump getting like Epstein in jail in New York there in Manhattan, where he put him, like what happened, the crooked jails over there, and, you know, it could be... The end of the line, you know, it seems like he's talking about it. So then, like, I was thinking, like, I don't know, sounds maybe, I, I, I may go, uh, not, like, protest or be violent or anything or insurrection, but, like, I don't know, I thought maybe it'd be a good opportunity to, like, uh, release a movie and a book, you know, because it's, like, a historical event. You know, there's never been in the history of America this type of situation happening. And especially over, like, the issue of, like, sexual su- stuff. Because, like, no offense, like, Democrats and progressives are, like, pretty kinky, and they're all about, like, the weird sex stuff and trans kid stuff. So it's kind of bizarre, but it reminds me of, like, you know, that uh, Disney movie Cruella, where she has, like, the black and white hair. And uh, she says in the movie, like, you can always, like, count on evil people to be evil. So it's kind of, like, to be expected in the card. Hmm. Well, you know, what you're pointing to is is an interesting aspect of this that I haven't really touched on, but 
uh, I've seen other other people talk about the fact that you know by law Trump has to for the rest of his life be protected and really surrounded by Secret Service protection. So if he's go- if he's sent to jail, are the Secret Service going to accompany him to jail? Like they have to keep him safe. So you're right. Like there are things in place to prevent an Epstein style situation from happening with Donald Trump. But of course, you know they'll. They might throw out that precedent as they've, as they've thrown out all the others, but it's it's an interesting take, and the aspect of you know by law having the Secret Service assigned to protecting Donald Trump's life until the end of time. I mean, that's whether he's in jail or not, he still has that protection. So, are they going to be in jail with him? Or I mean, it makes no sense at all. Also, this is a like again, this is a misdemeanor. I don't even think he'd go to jail in the first place. I think if anything, he'd be processed and then get bail unless they up it to a felony, which would just really solidify the fact that this is political and, and has nothing to do with the rule of law or the unbiased application of you know the judicial process, no matter who it is. Clearly, that would be you know, somebody who downgrades over half of the felonies in New York City, upgrades this one. It's an obvious political move. I mean, the, the whole thing is unconstitutional in the first place, but very interesting take. Thank you for that, White Rabbit. Let's go to Kim in Wisconsin. You say the uh, – well, Hello. You've, you've, uh, good morning, Kim. Yeah, this is a comment about the uh, George Soros aspect uh, funding these prosecutors that are pulling this off. Yes. First, God bless us all. Second, I would like to put a call out to our government and Marjorie Taylor Greene to acknowledge George Soros as a terrorist group along with Antifa, ISIS, ISIS-K, and anyone – that has accepted money from George Soros. Seems like it'd be a pretty easy solution to all this, yeah. Yeah. Hungry did it. Huh? The state of Georgia Would I be able it. to say my saying? Go ahead. Um, if a plane does not fly, it cannot spread poison. If a boss is bad, he can be fired. If bad guys are in tanks underground, do not let them out. Let this keep happening. Expecting change, is that not insanity? As soon as the strong men and women rise and stand, the weak men and women will fall and crumble. Then we win. Keep the faith. And I love you all. Well, we love you too, Kim. And, and you're exactly right. I mean, it, it is just absurd. I mean, all of it's absurd. Everything that we deal with on a daily basis is just the heights of absurdity. I was trying to think of a re a redo of the old uh, classic, you know, truth is treason in the empire of lies. It's like reasonableness is treason in the empire of absurdity, something like that, right? Because the fact that we allow George Soros to just openly subvert our laws and have tangible negative consequences for innocent Americans, like that just happens and we just let it happen. And the NGOs and the UN and the Red Cross funneling people across our border by the tens of thousands, it's just happening and nobody's stopping it. So again, we're in this weird situation where like we don't need – a revolution and some all new political creation. We don't need a fascist takeover of the government. We need to just enforce the laws that are already on the books. Like this is all just anarchy. It's just people, it's just lawlessness that's being allowed to happen because the people at the top of these organizations are members of a corrupt globalist mafia. Like we can just undo that. You can just arrest the people that are funding the criminals. It's really not that complicated at all. All of the laws on books just on the books just need to be enforced. 
There is no law that said our border is open now. There is no law that says, you know, just because you pay a human trafficker $30,000, you now qualify for asylum. Like, it's just a complete taking advantage of the laxity of our, you know, seriousness as a country. And it's infuriating and absurd and, and ridiculous that we allow this to go on. No country in the history of the world would just let some foreign billionaire come in and start paying millions of dollars. Because, again, you know, it happened in – Happened in Austin. We we're trying to, you know, get a proposition passed to not defund the police. Since then, they have been defunded. Crime rates have skyrocketed through the roof. Just everything is significantly worse. They won't even respond to nine one one calls unless the guy actually has a gun to your head. And even then, it'll be forty five minutes. Like the situation they've put us in, and it's all because George Soros just pours in a million dollars. And you know, all of us here, like we don't have, we don't have a thousand dollars. To, to dedicate to this. So how so collectively, you know, pull, pooling all of our money together, we can't even oppose one dude who's a foreign guy who made all of his money by collapsing the economies of the UK and is just an open domestic terrorist, but he's got people in his pocket, so we can't do anything about it? Like, what do you mean we can't do anything about this? And this would be one thing I would love to see. I'd love to see Donald Trump make a video about this. You know, he's made a, he said he's going to, Declare the cartels terrorists. He said that if you ha- if you are victimized by a criminal who's been released early by a liberal prosecutor, district attorney, then you'll be able to sue them. That's pretty good. I'd love to see him come out and just be like, "We are going to arrest the funders of this domestic terror. We are going to dismantle Antifa. We are going to search all of their communications. We are going to find out who's giving them money and arrest those people for funding terrorism." I mean, that is really not that difficult and. You know it's not George Soros only, right? You, you know his son has actually taken over a lot of his operations, and George Soros himself is just the front man of a much larger uh, organization, cabal, if you want to put it that way, of, of banking families behind the scenes. So you know, it's got to be a more thorough dust-up than just arresting George Soros, but that'd be a good start. That'd be a hell of a start. And, hey, you could probably, we could probably pay for student loan debt if you just confiscate the terrorist – sponsors money and put it towards stuff that would actually help this country. I'd be in favor of that. Uh, let's go to Corey in Alberta, Canada. Actually says uh, we should protest. Well, look at that. We got one. Thanks for calling in, Corey. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Good morning. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Good. Yeah, I think you guys should protest. I mean, I'm not to be some guy way over here in Canada to tell you guys to go fight a war or something, but... I honestly think you guys should protest. You guys, they'll have their uh, police barricades, and then you'll have your neutral zone, like a ten foot neutral zone, and then you have your guys' barricades. Anybody on your side passes those barricades, he's a bad guy. Civil arrest him, take his mask off, take his picture, and move on. Right? He's got. You got to make sure that nobody's going to try to antagonize. You know what? Maybe they won't. Maybe they're going to say, "Hey, let them." be the patriots that they want to be there's not going to be as many like at the uh jan 6 so that's kind of what i'm i I think you're exactly right i've been saying for years that the correct way to to protest if you start getting like attacked just sit down cross your legs put your hands in the air every image they're what they're going to say you're the attacker your hands are in the air you're sitting on the ground like be innocent ladies and gentlemen we have a new toothpaste that my dad a retired dentist and oral surgeon developed 
Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste that just came into stock. And I got to tell you, I got samples of this months ago, and it is amazing. The way it makes your gums feel, what it does to your mouth is insane. We know turmeric is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and does such great things for the body. Then you add that with tea tree oil and a bunch of other essential oils. It is just dynamite. It is so good to detox and attack inflammation in your mouth. I want to challenge everybody to try the new toothpaste at InfoWarsStore.com. Dr. Jones Naturals Turmeric Toothpaste. And while you're at it, check out the new Ashwagandha line of products. We have Ashwagandha with black pepper extract for your libido, your testosterone in pill form. And we have the pure Ashwagandha root gummies as well, now available at InfoWarsStore.com. They're amazing products and they fund the InfoWar. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. 